Star Wars Summon by Summon episode 1949 today. Now we're officially caught up on Star Wars Resistance. We're going to talk about The Engineer, which is episode 5 from season 2, as well as have a visit from the corrections department about yesterday's episode. Punch it! Hey Rebel Riser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode and uh, gosh, I don't know what got <laughs> into me. Just a bit of a slip, but it got perpetuated through the whole episode. Uh, anyway, the gist is that from the Department of Corrections, it's Celsor 3, not Celsor 4. That was the mistake I made on yesterday's episode. All across the episode, I was referring to Cellsor 4 when it should have been Cellsor 3. And I think the episode 4 business is where I got messed up on my numbering. But anyway, yeah, numbering is not something I ever like to get messed up on. So sorry about that. And I have gone back and put in corrections to the title card and the blog post and the YouTube video and the download on Libsyn, like all that's getting fixed. I think the one thing I'm not correcting is the actual audio and video itself because, you know, like I can't completely erase things. I could just re-record the whole episode, but there just seems to be something a little bit disingenuous about that. So yeah, that's at least the measure I've taken to try and correct some of it to some degree. And of course, you know, having this Department of Corrections conversation with you as well. So sorry about that. Uh, today we're talking about episode five. Yes. <laughs> Episode 5, for real, from Season 2 of Resistance. So this is our Resistance briefing on The Engineer. And if you have not seen this episode of Resistance and don't want to spoil for you, then save this show for a later date. But if you're okay with me diving in and summarizing the highlights that you might be interested in knowing, even if you're not into Resistance itself, well then let's jump right in. I would say the stakes are a bit higher in this episode compared to The Hunt on Cellsor 3 three, mind you. And I guess it also depends on your point of view, because on the one hand, not having anything to eat or drink, yeah, that's a pretty serious high-stakes situation. But for this episode, there's interaction with the First Order, and that's an existential threat as well. So, yeah, you know, again, depends on your point of view. For me, this had, you know, more action, more trouble, more danger. By comparison, we see that the crew of the Colossus is starting to get the Colossus back up to speed, right? Uh, this is a good thing, except that it ultimately leads to a distress call being picked up by the Colossus, and they're like, yeah, we should go investigate this. Yeager has the right idea. I'm already telegraphing what's going to happen in this episode by saying, I don't think we should trust this. And Kaz is like, well, I'll just go myself, and we'll, you know, see, not make a big deal about it. And so they find an engineer named Nina who has been attacked by the First Order and needs to be rescued. Her ship is on life support or just all the powers you know, have been shut down and it's only whatever remains for life support that's keeping her alive. So Kaz and Sonara take her back to the Colossus after they fix her ship and she ends up helping out the Colossus by you know fixing a bunch of their stuff. However, she's not... Well, I'll get to that in a second. What she does do is discover, at least so it seems, that the pirates are siphoning power 
from the Colossus to power their own stuff, which seems like a very piratey thing to do. She's getting along very well with Niku, and things seem, you know, sunny and great, and you find out distressingly that she was sold to pirates as a child, and or captured by pirates as a child, and sold to the Huts as a slave, and so she has no, you know, affinity for pirates whatsoever. So you think that's what's going on, and of course you think that pirates are always trying to pull a fast one, especially considering the mutiny-type stuff that they were sort of inciting, or at least the you know precursors to mutiny that they might have been inciting in the previous episode. So you're already kind of disposed to think that the pirates are actually trying to pull a fast one here. Well, amazingly, they weren't. And it takes Sonara-san, who, you know, you think her divided loyalties are going to be coming into play here, and that maybe she's going to end up ratting out her pirate friends because they're really taking power, and no, it's actually, um, I know the pirates aren't taking power because I put the power couplings on myself. And so that's how they figure out that Nina is actually a freelancer working for the First Order and has managed to not only disable the Colossus at the worst possible moment, but also manages to let the First Order know exactly where the Colossus is, and they arrive out of hyperspace, Commander Pyre and Agent Tierney, yep, you know, and all the bad things happen, and Nina gets away, and they even send her money, but the Colossus and Kaz and Niku manage to get things back online and escape, which then makes Tierney and Pyre say, oh, well, Nina didn't really help us destroy the Colossus after all. I guess we'll execute her the next time we see her, which does give you the notion that maybe we are going to see Nina again. Niku was certainly you know, very taken with her, and... Nina actually seemed like she had a little bit of guilt, at least about him, and you know, getting him in hot water. But yeah, uh, ultimately, you know, she escaped, and he's sad, and you know, he figured out that it was, you know, actually a problem when she started shooting at him. You know, it took that much to make it an issue. And so ultimately, the Colossus has escaped again. We are still in. Probably post-Last Jedi. It's hard to say. I don't think we have a sense of the length of time that The Last Jedi takes place within, right? I mean, it's not long. I think it's like, you know, maybe a day at most. Um, so we should be past The Last Jedi by now with the events of Star Wars Resistance. And, you know, the Colossus has jumped to safety again, and it seems like they've got some of their repairs done that they hadn't done previously, so they are maybe potentially in a better place. And now they've got, you know, other things to take care of, which we will talk about as part of a preview of next week's episode after the break. Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Razor, I've made some changes to the Asteroid Belt level at patreon.com SW7X7 and they are all with sponsors in mind. So if you want to get the word out about your business, your product, your service to a dedicated Star Wars audience, then please check out patreon.com SW7X7 and look for the Asteroid Belt level for details. Again, that's patreon.com SW7X7. Welcome back. 
So, From Beneath is Season 2, Episode 6 of Star Wars Resistance, and the gist is that Flix is going to guide the crew of the Colossus to his homeworld so that they can get fuel from his family's refinery, but it turns out that the drilling they're doing has awakened something monstrous, quote-unquote. And this is actually kind of a, I guess you could say it's kind of a common Star Wars story. I mean, it's common in the sense that it has popped up in a few different places. Most recently, I think, in Star Wars Myths and Fables, where, you know, on one planet they were doing some drilling and they awoke these horrible, you know, titanous creatures, and yeah, it wasn't a good thing. And I think even in the Clone Wars cartoon series, the thing with the Zillow Beast was a similar kind of cautionary tale. So we're going to get to see the Star Wars Resistance take on it next week with From Beneath, and we'll talk about that here on the show. And for now, though, that's going to do it for this episode of the show. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.